Welcome to the President's Career Podcast. The PCP is a podcast brought to you by WNJ's Office of Career Services and is meant to help spotlight everything related to your career. I'm your host, Raheem Clements, and today I have with me Ty Greenwood, a recent WNJ alum who has already been doing some great things with his career. Ty, if you'd like to tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, so I guess I could start with I'm Ty Greenwood. I graduated from WNJ back in 2017. Um, I was a communication arts major with the emphasis in rhetoric and I graduated with honors in theater. Currently, I am in Seattle, Washington. I work at Seattle Academy of the Arts and Sciences as the head of speech and debate, as well as the head coach of the speech team. Um, and I'm also currently a working artist. Um, I'm commissioned to write two new original plays um, with two different theaters. One um, is in Pittsburgh City Theater, and the other is in Florida at the A Solo Rep. And um, yeah, that's kind of what's going on right now. That's incredible. Only three, three and a half years out from graduation. It sounds like you're already flourishing your career. Can you take a step back though and tell us what are some things you did immediately after graduation to help you get to where you are today? Ooh, um, so right after WNJ, I actually went into a program, a master's program at Miami University of Ohio. And um, I realized quickly within kind of the first semester that it wasn't gonna be a good fit. Um, Just the program was going through a lot of changes and uh, I found out that like, my group that came in my cohort, we were sort of kind of like guinea pigs. And so I didn't want to do that. So then a mentor of mine reached out to me and asked me if I was interested in applying to Carnegie Mellon's playwriting, um, dramatic writing program. And um, I had wrote a play my senior year uh, for WNJ for my honors to get my honors in theater. And so I used that play to, um, to submit to Carnegie Mellon and I got in. And so I came back to Pittsburgh for two years and did um, their MFA program. And I actually just recently graduated in May with my MFA from Carnegie Mellon Dramatic Writing. So um, kind of just like right out of WJ, just hit the ground running and kind of haven't stopped since here three years later. <laughs> you mentioned going to grad school after graduating from WNJ. How important do you think grad school is for somebody trying to pursue a career in the arts? Hmm. That's a good question. I think it depends on what you want to do. So like for me, I saw it as a benefit because I could build my portfolio and have some things um, to present. And I, and I think I didn't just want to be like, I did a lot of acting at WNJ. So I, I had to understand acting in order to then write plays. I definitely think like before you can direct, you need to understand acting and writing plays a little bit and, and understand like that world. So I did those and yeah, CMU was the time for me to create. And I feel like there are a lot of opportunities and a lot of things that can happen as somebody who's a writer and a creator and not just an actor. So I didn't want to just be an actor or a performer. Um, if I could be multifaceted, then that was better for me. So I think grad school helped me with that. Um, but I would say if it's, it, it really is, you have to make that decision for yourself. It's a case by case basis. If you feel like it's going to benefit you and do some things, I'm 100% say do it. If it's not, and it's just going to be more money to you, or it's going to cost you more than maybe I would say reevaluate. But I mean, I can say like going to Carnegie Mellon will open doors. It has a name. 
which is, un- you know, on some ways it's problematic that like we, it has to be a world like that where it's like, oh, depending on where you go to and it has a name, it gets you in. But it does help with some things. And also there's a great alumni base, which is also big. So I can tap into them. But now I'm a part of two, WNJ and CMU. And there's a lot of us that went to WNJ and, you know, went to CMU as well. So, you know, it's a great way, though, that now we're alum and a part of the network and we can, we're out here doing good things and we can reach out and give back. So, um, you know, there's that element. So I think it definitely, yeah, it's a case-by-case basis. I say do it if you feel like it's really going to benefit you um, and if it's not going to, like, cost you a lot. Interesting. So for you, or at least somebody pursuing a career in the arts, grad school was a chance to build your portfolio and maybe diversify your work a little bit. But I know in other areas of study, say humanities or the sciences, some people go to specialize in certain topics. You also mentioned a little earlier something that helped find and maybe navigate your career. You mentioned a mentor. Can you go into some detail about what a mentor is and how yours influenced you and helped you get to where you are today? Yeah, the mentor, her name was Melissa Martin, and she actually was a guest um, teacher or professor at WNJ my freshman year. She um, taught my acting one class. And um, kind of from the, the first moment she met me, she asked me what I was doing at WNJ and and really almost convinced me to leave and, and to apply to acting school at Carnegie and Point Park and some other schools, but I, I, I stayed. Um, and I think like mentors are just folks, I would say it could be anybody, a, a professor, somebody older in your life, I think, who's been through some of the things you're trying to do and or has experience in it. And I think it's just like mentors, everything that I've gotten I've, I, has been because of somebody put my name in the hat or like knew my work and spoke up for me. So I think, you know, mentors, the thing about them is, is like you want to establish those relationships with folks that are older or like find, find folks that are in your same kind of community that do what you do or do things that you want to do and connect with them. And nine times out of 10, they're willing to mentor and connect with you. One of the biggest things I talk about is like lift as you climb. So it's like even me now, like if I can be a resource to folks um, and help them or just give them my knowledge of what I've learned, then we're doing our justice and like doing good. <laughs> Can we talk a little bit about the job search and what it looks like to build a successful career in your industry? As an artist, you mentioned you're working on a couple exciting projects. How'd you get those projects? And is there anything you think you did that really set you up for those opportunities? Well, I guess it's um, people have taken to my work, which is always a good thing. Um, so that's good. So I guess I'm, I'm doing something well that people are interested in my perspective and, and my writing. So that's you know, a compliment is something I'm very humble about. But I think, you know, in grad school is where I built more of my portfolio. I wrote some more plays. I wrote some more things while at CMU. And and then from there, it's just trying to get residencies with theater. So prior to COVID happening, um, I had a residency with Kelly Strayhorn where I was working on another play of mine, a choreo poem play called Death Dream. And we were, I was an artist in residency there with another Pittsburgh artist named Cherish Morgan, who's my choreographer for the piece. And um, we were working on that. And then I had another short one act play that was gonna go up in a festival at Point Park called Dependency. And um, we were working on that and and COVID kind of ruined both of those. Um, But again, it's just kind of about going for it, you know, um, prior to to Death Dream being at um, Kelly Strayhorn, 
it had a reading at um, ATC, the Alumni Theater Company, and I had just reached out to them because their mission statement fit my work and what I wanted to do, and they they like working with artists of color. Um, and so I think it's about that too. You have to kind of look and find organizations, places, theaters that are doing the work you want to do and producing things that are similar to yours, I think, and then reach out and or just submit your play. A lot of it is submitting my plays to different um, submission opportunities and different calls, but it's, it's very, you know, I'm very crucial and, and careful where I submit to because some of these theaters, you know, you have to just look at, again, what are they producing? Why would they want your work? Are they gonna support you? Does their mission statement fit with what you're trying to do? And right now I can, you know, say with the two commissions that I have, I'm very excited to work with both of these theaters and, and you know, reach out to their communities and kind of bring folks together um, and kind of do this new wave of work that I'm working on, which is gonna be really exciting. <laughs> you mentioned a commission. Can you go into that process a little bit and explain how commissions work and how you got yours? Um, so for the, the writing commission, kind of how that works. Yeah, so um, how did it happen? So I had just, like I said, in May, finished my degree, um, my MFA at Carnegie Mellon Online. And um, I had did my thesis um, play called Nigga Digress at CMU, but it was done at City Theater in their Hamburg uh, Theater, which is like a little black box theater that they have. And so I had a three show um, sold out run, which we'll call like a workshop production because there wasn't, we didn't charge for the tickets or anything and it was through Carnegie Mellon. Um, and we had a showing there and, and previously before that, I had previewed my thesis um, at City Theater for this event called In Their Own Voices, which is where they bring a lot of us playwrights to read an excerpt of our play. And we read it ourselves as the playwright. So I had kind of previewed a, a, a scene from it there. And then they actually got in contact with me and said that they had this um, commission opportunity from a sponsor um, or from somebody. to, um, And um, they asked me if I'd be interested in it. And then they kind of interviewed me and talked to me about my projects and things I would want to work on. And then they pitched, um, I think, five or six of us artists to the sponsor who was Kent Powers. Um, and Kent Powers, for those that don't know, he's really big right now. He's um, the co-director, co-writer of Soul, the Disney Pixar movie that's going to be coming out soon. Um, and he's working on a whole lot of other projects. He has a film um, coming out called One Night in Miami that Regina King made her directorial debut on, which is really big. And a CMU alum is in it. Um, Leslie Odom Jr. Um, is in it. And so it's a really, you know, he's just been a great mentor. And it was him who, who kind of started the commission as of his way of giving back. So he chose me after City kind of pitched, I think the five or six of us. And then from there, um, it's a commission for me to write whatever I want is to write a, a brand new original play um, with the intention and hopes that City Theater will produce it um, kind of later in their 2022, 2023 season, when hopefully some things are back to some sense of normalcy, whatever that means. But when we can eventually go back to watch Theater Lab again. <laughs> Seeing as you're only three years out from graduation, do you think that W and J really prepared you for your career? Yeah, I think like W and J 
having the liberal arts degree, I would say I definitely improved my writing during my years at WNJ. You know, you're going to write a lot of papers in the liberal arts degree. I think also the environment, you know, to be pretty honest, I think it's something you can understand too. You know, we're black bodies at, at, on WNJ's campus and that in itself is a lot to go through. Um, you know, being on a predominantly white campus, a part of a predominantly white institution comes with its own challenges and exhaustion and things that we have to go through. And I think all of those things combined that I dealt with and had to um, navigate through helped me navigate in the real world. It's the same thing. You know, I'm in an industry where it's predominantly white and predominantly white work gets produced over artists of color and black work. So it's like trying, having to already for four years kind of try to improve the climate on campus and being a part of different groups and organizations to change and to bring more folks of color on campus, you know, being a part of things like that and trying to change the theater, um, you know, going to the commerce department and talking with them and saying like, you know, we have to do more diverse work and, you know, how can we get, you know, different performers up on the stage that aren't white and, you know, I think it, it just all prepared me for the fight that I still have to have out here in the real world. You have to pick and choose your battles, yes, but you still, you know, have to fight for your voice as an artist of color, especially me as a black artist, you know. Um, you know, my work is that. Like, I, I write from a black perspective. I My work is unapologetically black. And, you know, sometimes you have to, to be in a room filled of white people selling your works explain some why it's valuable um and that can in itself can be exhausting and frustrating um but you you know we do it because i think or at least for me it's like i feel like i have something to say i feel like i um i'm making art that people can relate to certain groups obviously and, and things that you know and it's not for everybody um and that's totally fair too but i think there's enough of a community that i'm talking to and reaching that um is exciting um and this, and this, it's just like overall, yeah. WNJ will prepare you for the real world in in more ways than one. And things that you deal with there, are things that you're going to deal with outside of WNJ, but you'll be better prepared and equipped. Um, so it definitely, I think, played a part. For some students, college may be a time where they're unsure about their future. Maybe you don't know what you want to do after graduation, or you don't know what career path you actually want to pursue. Can you tell me what really made you sit down and say, okay, I want to pursue a career in the arts and carry out that, making it your life's work? Um, that's tough. I don't know. I think I came in, you know, I, I might be a rarity, maybe, maybe not, but I think I really was focused and knew what I wanted to do, which I know everybody kind of has a different journey with that, but I knew I wanted to do something with the arts and theater. I just have always been. I'm drawn to that. So I think it's about, but also understanding college is the time for you to explore and figure out, you know, what your niche is. And if you don't come in 100% knowing, I think that's okay. Or some of us come in with a plan and I just know I'm a very determined person. So I just knew I wanted to do something in the arts. I wanted to have a career in the arts and I wasn't sure exactly how to do it or how I was going to do it and make good money. Right. And now given the circumstances I'm teaching, which is, something that I saw myself doing later down the road, but given COVID and the circumstances, I had to kind of jump into it earlier than I would have liked. But 
I got hired based off of not just some of my teaching experience, but more so a lot of my outside experiences, what the school was attracted to, and me not being a traditional teacher on paper, but more so my professional experience that they felt could add to their community. And so it's been good. And now I'm in this really great, a part of this really great school and I'm teaching and I'm still able to do my work as an artist. Um, so it's kind of the best, best of both worlds at the moment, yeah. What is something that you wish you knew earlier um, before starting your career as an artist or something that kind of surprised you when you got there and you weren't really expecting it when you encountered it? I wish I knew more about contracts prior to coming into to it. Um, contracts are a big thing. Um, and working them out is, is even is, is even bigger and negotiating. But I think now that I'm getting experience with it, it's good. But I wish I was better equipped for that. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know that there's anything that I wasn't too prepared for. I think you know, or at least you should know when you're going into the business of entertainment and stuff, you're going to hear more no's than you hear yes. So you're going to go to a lot of auditions, you're going to submit a lot of things, and you're going to hear a lot of no's. You're going to get a lot of rejection. And I think what you have to remember is it's not always because it's never, nine times I'd say, I would say it's not because you're not talented or you're not good or you're not strong. It's just that it's so subjective and it may not be the right time. It may not be the right fit. You know, there's so many factors that go into it. So I think it's just like having the confidence and having the knowledge of knowing what you're going into just you know, people always being real with you, which I feel like a majority of folks were. I don't feel like there was anything that shocked me too much. I think it's just like, you find out again, it really is the same thing. Again, it's it's just hard out here. Majority of the work, you know, people of color, our voices, we're, we're fighting for our spot still, which I think is still surprising. But I think we're in a really good new wave right now where with everything being shut down and with things kind of being... Um, in this gray area, we have a chance to come back stronger and come back with change. Um, so we'll see if that happens. I think that's what we're on the edge of our seats to see like, what are we gonna do? What's gonna happen? And me being in a position now too to kind of contribute to that is exciting. So we'll see, you know, what happens to be continued, I guess. <laughs> is there any advice from maybe a mentor, somebody close to you? It's always stuck with you and you think it's really important to pass on. Wow, so much. Um, you know, I had a mentor that would always tell me you can and you will. So just never telling yourself you can't or I don't know if I can, like you can and you will. Um, Lift As You Climb has been a, a big one for me recently. Just never forget where you come from and and always try to get back and, and help folks if you can like when you get in a position of power to to give people opportunities do it you know how could you not um you know stay true to yourself there's a lot of folks that are gonna be influenced by you but also try to influence you to change or to be or to fit a mold that they want and definitely stand your ground and stay firm in like who you are and what you want to do a person I think those are some some big ones you know love what you do um right now I can truly say like I, I love my job and I'm like happy to do it it's not a job that I'm like dreading um I think a lot of folks sometimes get stuck in a career or stuck in sort of a sort of work mode where they're just like they don't like what they're doing they're just doing it because they need to and they have to but 
if you can find something that you love and can get paid for it, then you, I think you're doing, that's, that's the key. <laughs> and now this is your chance to give that advice. What do you think is the best advice you could give somebody who's a student at Dub J right now? The biggest advice I can give to people is like, you know, I'm, I'm an example. I'm, I'm very fresh out of Dub J. I'm three years out, but I definitely have been having a lucrative career and I've been really doing some great, amazing things. I'm not the only one. There's a lot of us alumni that are out here doing some great things. And I think it just goes to show you like it, you can do it. Like the sky is the limit. Don't stop. Go for what you want. Be determined. Be bold. And 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 just go for it. And I think if anything, WJ is preparing us for that. And there's support and things there to help you get to where you want to go. And so, you know, for me, I just if I can be an example, and if anybody can look at my journey and my story, and anybody that you know knows me from when I was at WJ, you know, I definitely was one of those students where I feel like I was like a shaker and mover on campus. And I wanted to, to affect change, but also now post here, I'm still trying to work and do the things that I set out to do. Um, and I am, which is like great. And it's crazy and amazing that it's happening so soon. Some of these opportunities that I'm getting now are things that I did not expect to get until later in life. Like, you know, coming to be quite frankly honest, coming out of grad school and getting not just one, but two writing commission, commissions is huge because Sometimes it takes a while for playwrights to get like an actual commission from a theater that wants to produce and develop your work. So, you know, these are like really big, great opportunities that I want to do good with. And I'll have the opportunity to be in the room and hit up my directing friends and potentially have them have an opportunity to help direct, hit up some actor friends that I've met that I know. So it's just like, again, these ways of lifting as you climb um, is so important. And um I'm always happy to come back and and speak to folks and you know I'm a, I'm an am WJ alum and I'm a CMU alum now so I, it's like I'm a part of those communities and that family and so yeah I'm always happy any opportunity to come back I think I'm talking to some other teachers in my commerce department about potentially coming back and talking to some of the classes and you know or maybe giving a lecture or anything um, because I think it's important and if I can be an example and help and give back in any way. Um, I definitely want to be that and want to be used as a resource because I think I know how it is. I went through it. You know, I did my four years at WNJ. It wasn't easy. Um, but post WNJ, you know, I'm doing some really great things. And I wish that for everyone. I hope everyone, you know, leaves WJ stronger and changed and, you know, that they went through a period of growth and that they continue to grow and excel. So if I can give back, then I'll do it. <laughs> A big thank you to Ty for sharing his advice and experiences. If you'd like to get in touch with him and learn more about what it's like to be a working artist, feel free to reach out to Career Services. Also, I would like to give him a special shout out and congratulations. I heard recently he began working on a new project called Dependency. Keep an eye out for that one. As always, thank you for tuning in to the PCP. and Be sure to follow us on Instagram at WNJ Career Services for more updates.